time when things are shifting. We're going to be a new world order out there. We've got to beat it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, what's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, December 14th, and we welcome you to tonight's broadcast. I am your host, Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines. This is news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. We have got an interesting topic that I want to talk about tonight. Um, this is something that we, uh, of all the things that we have probably been, been messaged over, um, continually for the past, uh, several months, this particular subject or this topic has been probably the predominant thing that we've had so many messages, questions, and people asking if we would discuss this topic. So tonight I'm going to be talking about an interesting subject regarding what could possibly be either, listen to me, either a major false prophet that is rising out of Israel right in the heart of Jerusalem, or could we actually be about to behold the future antichrist of the bible i know that's a huge statement just hang on for a minute in the next few moments we're going to show you some stunning stuff so let's get after it first of all before we do that before i show you some stuff i want to take you on a journey and i want to show you uh back in all the way back in 2000 uh, or I'm sorry, excuse me, back in September of this year, September 29th, 2022, you guys can see right here the headline of this article. Israeli rabbi says he's already holding meetings with the Messiah. Now, we've talked about how there is this Messiah fanaticism going on in Israel. There's just, I call it the Messiah madness. Let me just read in, I'm going to pull this up. We're going to read this together. I want to show you this here. A recent interview on Israeli radio featured prominent rabbis explaining that the Messiah is just about to reveal himself. Now, again, this was published by Israel Today back in September. Rabbi, and here we go pronouncing these names. Again, if, if I mispronounce these and you happen to be Jewish, please forgive me. Rabbi Yokov Zischultz. Zischultz told Religious Broadcast Radio 2000 that Rabbi Shahim Kanifsky, who passed away earlier this year, had told him that he, Kanifsky, was already in direct contact with the Messiah. To understand, why, to understand why religious Jews are taking this seriously, it's important to know that Rabbi Kanifsky was considered one of the two or three top rabbis of the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community in Israel. And Rabbi Zischultz, I believe that's how you pronounce that, Zischultz began his explosive three-hour interview with a warning, quote, the process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly and at fast pace. 
Mm, that's interesting. It's important that people remain calm and steady to act properly in the right time. Now, keep in mind here some phrase he uses here, some words. He said, the process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly. It will be fast paced. And then he tells people it's very important that people remain calm and steady to act properly in the right time. Let's go on. Quote, there is potential Messiah. There is a potential Messiah in every generation, and there are righteous men who know precisely who it is. This is, of course, true in this generation. Quote, getting the word out now that the Messiah is closer than ever is a matter of life and death. Quote, haven't you heard of Gog and Magog? That is what is going to happen very soon. So notice this rabbi acknowledges this future war of Gog and Magog, Ezekiel 38, 39, right here in this statement. And he said it's going to happen very soon. And it's interesting because Russia, who's one of these players, is right on the forefront right now with everything that's going on with Ukraine. Right now, the situation is explosive more than you could possibly even imagine. Everyone needs to know whether they are on the inside or if they are going to be left out. He went on to reiterate a number of signs of which prominent rabbis have taken note of. And that they firmly believe to be evidence of the coming of Messiah. Another rabbi, we'll call him Rabbi Kook. K-O-O-K, as everyone knows, is a very righteous man. He is one of the greatest men of our generation. And 10 years ago, when Israel was suffering from a horrible drought, someone asked Rabbi Kook when the Sea of Galilee will fill again or will again be full. Rabbi Kook responded that when the Messiah arrives, the Sea of Galilee will be full. In a few weeks, the Sea of Galilee will be full again. This is back in September for the first time since the rabbi made this statement. Another righteous rabbi said that according to the current situation in heaven, there will not be Israeli elections, rather there will be a war. If the elections do, to, do take place, it's pointless since it will end like the other elections and no government will come out of it. And we're almost done with this article. Hang in there with me. Decades ago, Rabbi Kaduri, one of modern Israel's most revered or revered, excuse me, sages, as well as the Lubavictor Rabbi, Rabbi Schneerson, both predicted that Benjamin Netanyahu would be the state of Israel's last prime minister prior to the messianic age. Now, what's consequent, what's interesting about this statement is Netanyahu was not in office, but now he is. That's important to know this because we're, where I'm about to show you a great many, if not most of the ultra Orthodox Jews in Israel continue to believe that to be true. At Israel's latest round of elections near November 1st, 2022, Netanyahu again looks posed for victory. And again, uh, we know that, uh, that indeed Netanyahu did win the election and he is now the prime minister of Israel. So, but what are we talking about? We want to recap here before we 
go on any further. There is what I call Messiah madness happening. It's taking place. There's this messianic expectation. They're looking for a Messiah. Sadly, the real Messiah came over 2000 years ago and they didn't recognize him. They rejected him. The, and Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus Christ ended up being crucified as it was, uh, as it was prophesied for him, as it was destined for him to give himself as a ransom for many and for the sins of many. And this same Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus is coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords and is going to rule with the rod of iron in the last days. This is a coming event. The second advent, he's coming back. The Bible says that when he returns, every eye will see him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So within the Jewish community, they're looking for a military leader. They're looking for this Messiah that would rise and he would lead the people into this messianic age. Now, having said that again, I want to show you that there is this messianic expectation. The Messiah is here signs. Have you heard about this? They're popping up all over New York City. Uh, and these signs, uh, let me just read a little bit. It's almost never every night for the past few months. This was dated back this past summer of this year. A nondescript crew of yeshiva bokers has fanned out across New York City armed with nothing more than metro cards and buckets to stand on. The following morning, the familiar visage of Rabbi Manisham Mendel Schneerson, the seventh uh, rabbi, peers out at harried, commu harried commuters from bright green signs hung in a few new places and usually on the back of pedestrian walk signals below the picture of the man turned myth moan uh myth known to many simply as the rabbi or the rabbi the signs proclaim is in no uncertain terms and without qualification quote messiah is here so back in june there was this all of this excitement about this Rabbi Schneerson, as many deemed to be uh, the prophet or the Messiah that would be to come. But something has happened in Israel recently over during the fall months, and it began to circulate, uh, and it made media airwaves it made head it made headways on youtube it made headways in blog sites and that is what i'm about to show you here um the man that you're looking at here on your screen is rabbi Shlo shlomo shlomo yehuda berry and i hope i've and i probably mispronounced that said to be born in Spain in 1988. He is a rabbi living in Israel. His followers claim that he is a Torah prodigy. 
They say that he has a high level of proficiency in the study of Torah and the Hadith. He is said to have the ability to recite large portions and by memorization of Torah from memory. Uh, according to the reports, he is perceived to be, again, a prodigy, a, a genius to his followers who's given him, even given the title of Yanuka, which comes from the Jewish mystical text, the Zohar, in reference to uh, to a child with prodigious knowledge of the Torah. Now, what's crazy about this guy is he has a massive following. Um, look at this screen that you're looking at here. I want to pause this for a second. This was taken in Israel. This Look at the amount of people where he's up there on this platform speaking and they're just droves of not just Jews surrounding this guy, but we're seeing prominent rabbis. And I'm going to show you more footage of this in a second that are surrounding this guy, kissing his hands. They're all over this guy. Like, I mean, literally worshiping this guy. Uh, and again, you could see them just surrounding this guy and there's stories of miraculous healing or healings this is one of the guys right here uh one of the jews that stood up there in israel and, to, and gave this testimony that uh he was just enamored by this man and he possesses such knowledge and wisdom and he called him a unique and special so who is a gift to illuminate the world Gifts to bring about healing. Let me show you another clip. Um, again, this is all out of Israel, guys. All out of Jerusalem. This what this video that you're seeing here was when he arrived um, to the tomb of Rachel. And there was all these uh, these Jews that came and surround. See, as you can see him, he's walking through and they're all coming and flooding around this guy. Rabbis, 
this onlookers, the journalists, uh, the media, spectators, and just flooding this guy. And this guy is, again, this attention's gone all throughout Israel. There's a lot of things being said about this guy. Um, I'm going to just give you a little bit more of this footage here. We've got about a couple, just a little bit longer. I just want to show you this. If you want to see what true worship of man looks like. Now, remember, one of the things I thought of when I watched this is remember when Jesus appeared the first time over 2000 years ago, you guys realize he had this same type of, and let me pause this for a second. This is him right here. Let me see if I can back this up. There he is right there with the, the prayer shawl over his head here, as you can see. Um, and he's all, see all these people gather him. You got these prominent rabbis. I mean, it's just play here. Here's one of them right here, and you can see him kissing his hands. And this reminded me of when you read the stories about Jesus. When you read the Gospels, this is what they did with him. He had massive followings. When he would go and speak in Galilee, you're talking about 5,000 not men, not including women and children that would gather on the Mount of Transfiguration, all these people. So this man, whoever this man is, is either the way that they are exalting this man is either he is another false prophet that has come along or could this actually be, and this man is very young. He's probably in his, I'd say mid thirties, maybe, maybe early forties. And that's pushing it. I didn't see much. I didn't see any gray in his beard and maybe I missed it or in his hair. Um, but again, we're talking about miracles being attributed to him. We're talking about signs and wonders being attributed to this man. We're talking about a, a massive following of this man has. And so again, he is either a false prophet that's risen in these last days that Jesus warned about in Luke 21, Mark 13, Matthew 24, or could this be? What we're looking at is the Antichrist that will rise up in the last days and come to power. Now, having said that, uh, I'm going to pull this back and take a look at you for a second. I want to get into some stuff. First of all, I think it's interesting. Now, we're going to give you scriptures. We're going to close here. I'm going to take you to the book of Revelation. I'm going to take you to the book of 2 Thessalonians to show you some stuff. Before we get there, though, I want to, uh, I want to talk about there is all this. Remember, look at the timing of this. Let me go back to, let me take you back to, uh, I got to take you back to what the rabbi said here. Let me go back up. I'm going to go back to this article and right here. The process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly and fast pace. Now, that was in September. By the way, September on the Jewish calendar is Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, which begins the Jewish New Year of 2023. So they're already in 2023 on their, in, their, in the Jewish calendar. Anyway, this rabbi says the process of redemption is about to start happening very quickly, fast pace, and he encourages everyone remain calm and steady 
and to act properly in the right time. Now, you know what else has happened in this time frame? That is the red heifers. Remember this story? This is from the Christian headlines. Quote, red heifers arrive in Israel. Is it a signal of the third temple and end times? The delivery of the five red heifers to Israel sparked a worldwide, or we should say, because this is past tense, the delivery of the red heifers to Israel sparked a worldwide debate about its significance in biblical prophecy, particularly among Christians who believe a third temple will be built during the end times, and it will be. And I'll show you that in a minute in Revelation 11. The five heifers arrived in Israel from Texas. Uh, and again, this is old news. This happened back in September. Again, consequently, when this rabbi was uh, speaking of this Messiah that they're looking for, the red heifers arrived in Israel from Texas, being approved by Jewish rabbis as red in color and unblemished two requirements in the Mosaic law for sacrifice according to Numbers 19. And that's not completely true, by the way. They're, they have to go through a process of about 24 months minimum. They have to still continue to go through this rigorous process to be uh, to be certified or to be acquired or to be qualified, rather, for a sacrificial third temple. Excuse me. Many Christians believe a third temple will be built in Jerusalem during the end times. The cows have been inspected by rabbis and were found to be red and unblemished, which means they are ritually pure for sacrifice as, as stipulated under the law of Moses. All Israel News reported, quote, in order for someone following Mosaic law to become ritually pure, the ashes of a red heifer are required according to the book of Numbers. And again, you can find that in Numbers 19. Uh, the pro-Israel Christian website, theisraelguys.com, made a statement, said, quote, it's incredible that several red heifers have been brought to Israel and could potentially be used in the reinstatement of the third temple service services in the near future. So again, don't you think this is incredible that this is happening during the same time frame that this individual that has now surfaced in Israel? So this man, who they're calling a prodigy, 15 years of age, has memorized the Torah and the Talmud, which is the oral traditions that have passed, been passed down by, by Jews from generation to generation by, to generation. They're attributing miracles and signs and wonders to this guy's very presence and for him performing them. So, and you, and we've showed you the massive following this guy is attributing and is gaining the recognition that he's gaining the following. Now I want to, let's, now we're going to go to some scripture revelation. Let's take it to revelation 11. And I'm going to show you again. Uh, the, we talked about there is coming a third temple. In fact, this third temple is going to be, and I'm going to show you this in second Thessalonians, this third temple is going to be the place where the Antichrist will set up his headquarters and his place of power and his establishment, his seat of authority during the tribulation, mid-trib. And it's all right here. This is John the Revelator. And then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there, but leave out the court which is outside the temple. 
and do not measure it for it has been given to the Gentiles. This is a future tense event. They, the Gentiles, will tread the holy city, that's Jerusalem, underfoot for 42 months, that's three and a half years, and I will give power to my two witnesses. Some say Elijah, Moses, others say Elijah, Enoch. Nevertheless, there will be two witnesses and they will rise up and prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth before and they will they will be able to cast fire down from heaven and perform miracles and they will be slain and killed by the Antichrist. That's all right there in Revelation 11. But then we go over to 2 Thessalonians. The Apostle Paul wrote here and he tells us here that the man of sin the son of perdition, who Paul calls him, the Antichrist, and in Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter two, verse four, says this Antichrist will come in. He will set himself up in the temple, and he will oppose and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Paul goes on to say that he will. this man will be revealed in his own time. Notice, notice the verbiage here. I really want to show you that. Let me go back to the article again. The messianic expectation. The process of redemption is about to begin happen. It's going to be, it's going to happen quickly. It's going to be fast paced. The people are to remain calm and for them to act properly in the right time. And then Paul says in Thessalonians and his second epistle that the, the son of perdition be, will be revealed in his own time. Wow. The lawless one will be revealed. What are you saying, Brother Ricky? I'm trying to tell you, friends, that we are living in amazing times. Look at the things that are happening. I'm talking about there is there is a process that has to take place through rituals, the Temple Institute, the Sanhedrin, all these rituals that take place in order for the third temple to be constructed. I've just proven to you that there will be a third temple in the future in the book of Revelation uh, mid trib Revelation 11 talks about this. It will be constructed. It will be built and it will house and facilitate a man who will rise to power called the son of perdition, the Antichrist, who the world is ripe for. And looking for and anticipating the world is ripe for a Messiah and they're looking for it. The Jews are looking for a Messiah. All of Islam is looking for a Messiah called the Al-Mahdi, who they say will rise in the last days. The Christians are looking for a Messiah. Their Messiah is called Yeshua. The problem is... I believe the Messiah that will arise and come and is about to make his appearance in Israel, in Jerusalem, is not the same Messiah as the Christians, but is the same Messiah that the Jews that are not messianic, 
that are looking and anticipating for an Islam. This quote unquote Messiah that they are looking for and this Al Mahdi are one and the same individual and he will appear and he is going to deceive the masses into making people believe that he is the Messiah that is to come. He will take up his headquarters in Jerusalem and he will declare himself as God because oh, but I've got some good news for you. There's some good news and bad news on this broadcast that I want to leave you with. The bad news is the majority of the world is about to be deceived, including a whole lot of people in Israel and a lot of mystics and rabbis that have claimed to have spoken to this guy, that have claimed to have communication with this guy, who has seen this guy and has handled this guy. And I don't mean that in a weird way. I'm talking about touched him physically through handshakes or kissing his hand or whatever the case may be. And they are anticipating the arrival of this Messiah. There is going to be a lot of people. There, the Bible says, Paul said in his writings that, and his writings, and even Jesus said in Luke 21, that the whole world will be deceived, but only those who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ will know that the true Messiah is not going to appear in Jerusalem, coming up out of a, a synagogue or out of a, a, a prayer meeting around a bunch of mystics. He's not going to come out of the desert. Jesus said, uh, beware lest they say to you, lo, he's in the desert and you go after him. He said many false Christs and false prophets will arise and deceive and be deceived and many shall follow them. He said, but the son of man shall return as the east flashes from the west. He said it will be like lightning flashing from the east and west. He will split the eastern sky. He said to the disciples that were standing around in Acts chapter 1. This same Jesus whom you saw go into heaven and taken into a cloud into heaven. Shall likewise return in the same manner. Jude said behold I saw the Lord coming out of heaven. With ten thousands upon thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon the world and upon the ungodly and for all those who committed their ungodly deeds this is where i want to close with this broadcast today the bad news is there is a lot of people that's about to go into blindness and deception and paul said in thessalonians let me just pull it on over here let me go over here to thessalonians and show you exactly what paul said he said over here he said that when he said this lawless one will take his seat in Jerusalem in the temple and begin to speak blasphemies against the God of heaven. But Paul said in second Thessalonians chapter two, verse eight, he says the Lord will consume him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him with the brightness of his coming. And that's the bad news for the Antichrist. But the bad news is the majority of people are going to be swayed and deceived by the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders and with unrighteous deception among those because they perished, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. I'm in the book. I'm right there in front of you in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But here's the good news. The good news is this. The good news is the real Jesus, come on, the real Messiah, the King of 
kings, the Lord of lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the first and the last, the he that which was, which is and is to come is still coming back. He's still going to split the eastern sky. He's still going to blow the trumpet in a moment and a twinkling of a come on of an eye. Come on. The Bible says that we who are in him have a relationship with him uh, whose name is found in Lamb's book of life who are following him who are overcomers in him we shall be caught up and be with him and together be with him in the clouds and be with him forever and Paul said and comfort one another with these words forever amen come on come on somebody so listen I don't want to close this broadcast saying, please share this. That's number one. Share this. Get this word out there. Let people know that, listen, time is running out. What more signs do you need? They are preparing for the third temple. They've got the heifers ready. They've got all the temple ritual uh, rituals ready for this. They've got the Sanhedrin up and ready to go. They've got the third, the, the temple institute is ready to go. They've got the green light. They're waiting on for these heifers to be qualified. You've got a man who could very well be qualified as if not a major false prophet could be the antichrist who is to come to rise into position you've got a messianic expectation you've got the river euphrates is drying up how many more signs do you need jesus said in luke 21 28 when you begin to see all these things come in the past look up and lift up your heads for your redemption is drawing near but listen i don't want to close this broadcast listen the bad news is the majority is not going to make it. The majority is going to fall for this mass deception. But the good news, listen, here's the, here's more good news for you. And that is you, if you're listening to this today and you're watching this today, this program, you're watching, you're listening. And you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your personal Savior. The good news is you can get saved today. You can ask Christ to come into your heart and live in your heart through the Holy Spirit by repentance and putting your faith and trust in him. Why is that good news? Because once the eyes of your understanding be enlightened or opened, that veil of deception is lifted, you will know the truth and the Holy Spirit will live on the inside of you and he will bear witness and he will show you things to come. You will become a child of light and you will no longer be groping and walking in darkness so that this day should come upon you unexpectedly. Come on, do you want to make that decision today? I want to welcome everyone that's watching or listened today to this program. Maybe you've been invited to this. Maybe you stumbled upon this program and you're not right with God. You're away from God. You've never accepted Jesus Christ. Right now, I pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every individual under the sound of my voice. If they're lost, they're not right with God, they're away from God. If they've never accepted you, Lord, I pray that you would convict them right where they're at. The Holy Spirit of God would arrest their hearts even now and Lord as their hearts are pricked I pray that their mouth would open in repentance they would confess their sins before you today and Lord that they would ask you Lord Jesus Christ to come on the inside of them through faith and lead them and guide them all the days of their lives in Jesus name amen and amen friend if you prayed that prayer today we welcome you to the family of God I want to encourage you and implore you to get you a Bible 
start reading the Bible, read the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, begin to learn about Jesus and learn about these attributes of God and learn about these things. And then get you a Bible, find you a Bible believing, spirit filled, doctrinally sound church to be a part of and plugged in. Listen, if you cannot find one anywhere in your area, we welcome you to our family here online at End Time Headlines. Listen, our YouTube channel alone, we've got over a thousand archived podcasts and messages from everything from information, equipping, encouragement, they, that you can just soak up and just grow in the work of the Lord. So we want to encourage you to do that. Listen, intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. That's going to be our main website. We want to encourage you to be a part of that. Uh, go download our free app. It's available on Apple. It's available on Android. Uh, if you're listening, by Spotify or Apple, just type in end time headlines and download our free app. Get it readily available to you for your convenience. Hit yes to push notifications and you're not going to miss any podcast or a single headline because we will inform you and keep you informed right there at your fingertips. So please do that today. Listen, if this ministry is a source of blessing to you and your family, we want to encourage you to pray about becoming a monthly partner. You could do that two different ways. You can give electronically through the app. That's the easiest way or through the main website, or you can give by check or money order and you can make that out to right there on your screen at end time headlines, PO box 1391. That's Monroe, Georgia. That's three zero six five five. As always, guys, we appreciate you taking the time out on this broadcast on this Wednesday, December 14th. Be sure to share this, like us, like hit the subscribe button if you're watching by Rumble or YouTube. Uh, continue to follow us and subscribe to us on those platforms. And as always, we're going to sign off for tonight. We'll be back on here tomorrow on Thursday, the 15th for our final podcast of this week of broadcasting because on uh, Friday, uh, my family and I will be heading out to uh, North Carolina uh, to do some family stuff out there and we'll be gone all weekend and we'll be but we'll be back on Monday morning uh, with a brand new uh, lineup of podcasts coming Monday so we got one more lined up for you tomorrow I've already know what I'm going to talk about it's going to be interesting so you don't want to miss that so until then may the Lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you we'll see you then thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message for more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.